the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. What's up? What's up? What's up? I cannot believe that you just intro'd a show like that. <laughs> I, you know, it just came you to me in the five a, seconds before we went on the air. You must be in a really good mood today. <laughs> hey, fall. Peaked no, it's out not. a little bit. No, I no, know. No, fall no, peaked no. at us a this little is, bit. This is false fall. I know this is false fall, but Don't fall. Get too excited. I'm not excited. Well, I am excited because this is coming <laughs> in a little longer stretch. Maybe not in the next in month November. or two. Yeah, but <laughs> it's out there. There's uh, hope for for so. for 65 degree mornings and 70 degree days, and mm. it, it's coming. But, but you know something. No, what? It was 65 degrees in the morning without the sun out. I know. It's got to be 65 degrees with the sun out for it to actually feel like fall. No. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. This yes. sun's not. No. Yes. No. Yes. Anytime the temperature is down below 65, <laughs> I can consider that fall. Gosh. <laughs> okay, sure. Okay, we're not going to, neither one of us go with us arguing. No. Everybody's out there going, see, I like what she said. See, I like this. You know, I'm just saying, folks. Cool weather. Can be, can be, that's right. Uh, but welcome to Woods and Water, South Carolina. We're glad you uh, joined us today. Got a busy show. Um, Going to get kicked off with uh, seeing that fall is is coming, Taylor. Thank it's you. not here. It's, it's, it's coming. coming, and it showed Eventually, itself a little bit in the next three months. Um, it is. It's a good time to get out and you know limber up a little bit, put your boot, hiking boots on, and there's a something called the Palmetto Trail here in South Carolina that's a jewel in and of itself. There's always new things going on. There's always updates going on. They've got events going on, and so I, I made an email. We've, and Mary, we've been playing email tag for about two weeks now. We have, we have, but I'm glad we finally connected. Absolutely. It's good to hear, it's, it's good to hear the two of you chatter again. Oh, oh. yes, yes, we can do that. Uh, and I don't think she was lying because I didn't offer to pay her for that one. Either, so maybe that was genuine. Maybe that was genuine. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's so, so we're going to get started off, uh, and we're going to consider this our calendar of events. Mm-hmm. Because it is about the outdoors, it's about mm-hmm. things going on. So brought to you by Capital City, like Murray which is right there, close to where Mary's based in Columbia. Uh, Mary, how, how have you been? I mean, how's how's everything in Columbia at the at the trail headquarters down there? Well, it's not quite as cool as it is up in the mountains, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but we're doing good. We're staying really very, very, very busy, which is so exciting for the organization. Just a lot of projects on tap, and, um, you know, uh, we're, we're excited uh, to get out and, and connect more trails, which we're going to be doing. Yeah, and, and, you know, we didn't talk about this, but the the – the you, the conservation corps thing how's that going i mean is that when it when does that roll over and you get a new crowd of people coming in well i'm glad you asked yeah. because yesterday we onboarded two of our new uh crew leaders 
um, uh, Grace has come from uh, England, believe it or not, to join our program and wow. uh, spent some time with her yesterday talking to her about uh, her goals. And, and so she'll be with us for an, an entire year. Okay. Um, so uh, we'll onboard then the rest of the crew next week. They're coming from all over the country. Um, and we're very excited to have 11 new core members. Wow. Uh, the, last, the last core group uh, left about two weeks ago. And... Um, they did amazing work. I mean, what they were able to uh, build for us and partner with our state uh, parks and the national forest as, um, you know, a group that could go in and assist them. They really covered the entire state. And I couldn't be more proud of this program and proud that we have a full crew and we're attracting young people who want to give back uh, and make, um, you know, trails accessible here in South Carolina and sustainable for the future. So um, we'll be back uh, in a couple weeks after getting them trained. Uh, we'll be back uh, building trails. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh yeah, that's that's the type of thing. When, when you're in those years when you just kind of don't exactly know what you want to do and you just need to clear your head, there's no better place to do it in the outdoors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and uh, they they come for different reasons. Some already have um, gotten a you know a college degree and, and sort of want to want to do something back, uh, give something back. And then we had um, uh, several just graduate from high school, and you know not quite ready to do the, the college thing. And boy, did I see a lot of maturity, a lot of growth. Some of the the, the two that were in high school just so blossomed under our program um, and we really became le- they really became leaders yeah and proud to say one uh, will be starting well he started I think uh, he's a freshman at Clemson this year but uh-huh. um, he's gonna stay on as an intern and he, he's gonna pursue um, a career in um, parks recreation and in trail building so Very cool. it's a good thing yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah probably came in didn't have an idea what he wanted yeah. to do and <laughs> fell in love and that's what he's gonna do now yeah, exactly, exactly. So, cool. um, yeah, it is great. So we'll have to chat more about yes. uh, this new crew and uh, as they uh, go out and start building trails. And, and they're certainly going to be part of some of the big projects that we're going to speak about today. You know, really cool. We need to write this down. Take notes, Taylor. We, uh, need, we need to. Uh, yeah, always prepare Taylor here. <laughs> pens and pen. You got paper and pens are optional in your world. Uh, uh, <laughs> you got a phone to take this wrong. Mary, we we ought to get together a few of your core people mm-hmm. and talk about what they do. I mean, get it straight from them. Yeah, I would. I would. It'd love be that. fun. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So let's schedule something. Yeah. And let the people, you know, that listen, your listeners hear from them what the, they, they gain from this program, how they see the state of South Carolina, especially, you know, Grace, who came from England, is yes. just so excited yeah. to absorb the state and, and learn. And so um, I think they're going to have some amazing stories to share with you. How about the uh, springtime? That's a good one. Sir, oh, yeah. Sure. Springtime. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, all right. Let's uh, let's get rolling here. We got, we got like, two minutes. Uh, I don't know. Is it worth trying to get something going here, Taylor? Sure. That, Mary, we, yes. we got, you got a big project going on, and we can carry this over to the next one up here at Jones Gap State Park. Start in on that one, and I'll, I'll try to let you get through it. Okay. Well, it is an exciting project, and, and I know we'll expand upon it, but it's going to add um, – 
an additional, you know, 10 plus miles to the Palmetto Trail. And I just really want to start out by saying this is a partnership. It was a partnership with the Palmetto Trail, the um, Nature Conservancy, our uh, state parks, and the Natural Land Trust. And because of that partnership, basically, um, we are be, we're going to be able to expand in the Mountain Bridge Wilderness, wilderness Area um, a trail system, you know, up to 20 miles. Wow. So um, it's very exciting, and uh, it's going to be great a great connection and a great uh, new trail, which will be the Palmetto Trail, but it will be in our state parks. Cool. Now yeah. we still we still got a minute and a half or so. Oh, okay. And, but we can we'll get into that. Let's for those because some people don't know about the Pavana Trail. Take a minute and talk about the trail itself. I mean, the, it, it's supposed to be 500 miles across the state of South Carolina. Uh, but you got you got you're using railroad old railroads, trussels, bridges you build. I mean, it's. Take it. Take about a minute and just tell us about the trail itself. Sure, sure. Well, in 1994, uh, the birth of the Palmetto Trail came to be, and it, the vision of the, the Palmetto Trail is to be able to walk across our state from the mountains to the sea. Uh, and so currently we have 380 miles of connected trail. Oh. And as you said, Roger, they, it varies the trails. The trails can be very nature-based, um, where it's a single track going through uh, uh, deep, deep, you know, woods. It can then be a... Um, a converted rail uh, bed, which is nice and wide yep. and usually flat because trains don't usually go uphill. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> <laughs> Not here in our state anyway. Yeah. And then, and then you know, you, you get down into the low country and it's very swampy and wet and uh, it's, it's nature-based, but there are a lot of bo- uh, boardwalks and, and uh, turnpikes, which is a, a sort of a... Um, uh, a trail that has a lot of stone and sure. rocks, and, you know, but it conforms to to the the nature of of, of the area. All right, hang um, on, and so, hang on. Yep. Let's let's take a break. Back with more on Mary on the other side of the break. Hang on. Kind of gets you in the mood to go take a walk, doesn't it? It's funny. I've watched this music video so many times I can picture it. <laughs> it's a good one. It is. It's a good one, and it sounds really good, too. Oh, man, to have a voice is like that. He's good. He's good. He's good. He is Darius Rucker, and we like his music here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it's it's good when you have a packed, a packed couple of, of segments on the show, and the first one was packed. We got we we got a lot of background. We got from the mountains to the coast, and we had to stop there. So Mary, pick up with uh, what you were going to talk about about the the trail along the coast, and then I'm just going to kind of turn you along because you got a lot of stuff going on, and we got about 12 minutes. So I'm just going to turn you loose, and and you run with it. Okay, well, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate it. Well, you know, Darius Rucker being from the Low Country and all that yes. uh, talk about. Um, Basically, you know, the Low Country is filled with um, a lot of history. Uh, we have uh, Swamp Fox, which you know, uh, in itself has a history. But uh, I just wanted to touch base that again, you know, you go through swamps and then you get um, to the end of the trail down in Ondaw, and you're along the inner coastal and the Ondaw Creek, and it's just spectacular. So. Yeah. 
uh, the, the trail, you get to see all of South Carolina. And, and the smell and of pluff mud. It's, we love our pluff mud. We do, we do. There's nothing like it, okay? <laughs> nothing like it. <laughs> but uh, going back to the upstate, because yeah. that's one of our very large projects that's going to be on tap for 2023 and uh, maybe into 2024. But okay. um, uh, we will be building uh, uh, the trail with our um, uh with our core and our staff, we have the capabilities now to really build trail. Um, we don't have to uh, um, have a professional uh, trail builder okay. come in. We, we now have staff that we're going to build our own trails. But this is a really beautiful area, Roger. Yeah. Um, it's the Mountain Bridge Wilderness yep. Area. It covers over 14,000 acres. And it's going to um, uh, – Jones Gap State Park and around the Gap Creek area, and then you you know this area, yeah. you know mm-hmm. how how crowded it can get. Sure, but, um, that wilderness area has seen over a million visitors a year. So there is a bottleneck with parking up there and and things. So we're gonna work with the state park and add some trailhead parking. Okay. Add some add some access to to the waterfalls that are up there, so people can actually um, see some of the the most amazing uh, waterfalls and uh, really highlights the cultural and natural beauty of the Upstate. Yep. So we'll be working with our partners, the state park. We'll be building it. Uh, we hope to commence uh, by. Uh, Sometime uh, late winter and possibly January of 2023. Okay. And we'll be starting to build this. And um, I can't tell you how long it will take us because sure. the unknown is the unknown once you get in Weather. there and you start start <laughs> start looking at the rock and this and that. But yeah. we have we 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 do have a uh, a trail mapped out, and so we're real excited about that. That's gonna. Cool. Give us some great, great connection. And then, of course, you know, uh, the team up there is always looking at other ways um, uh, to continue to connect. We want to get into Spartanburg, and um, that's my job every day, looking <laughs> and talking to people and finding ways that we could traverse. You know, sometimes it's private landowners. Sometimes it's, you know, through state parks. But um, I can tell you we're getting closer, and we're very excited. Oh. Um yeah, and, you know, then you, you hop down to the Midlands region and, uh, you know, that Peak to Prosperity Passage, which you know very well is a converted rail trail. Yep. Uh, we added uh, six campsites. We're about to renovate the trailhead with better access parking, better uh, access to the Broad River with uh, a better kayak launch. Um, REI here in Columbia and in Greenville has have been a great supporter through some grants, and we've been able to use those dollars to really make uh, the trailhead at uh, Alston a multi-recreational um, destination, mountain biking, camping, hiking, kayaking so uh we're pleased with those those improvements um and then uh another project we're real excited about and we're still working with two land agreements but um you know it's progressing and and we're very optimistic because we have funding behind it but roger and taylor this project is going to connect uh the um fort jackson passage to our watery passage it's 22 miles and uh that 22 miles will allow us to then walk from downtown Columbia to the coast of Ardock. <laughs> can you imagine that? Ta- Taylor I mean, was. Can you imagine that? Taylor pulled it up <laughs> on her phone, and it's. Uh oh, you have food in your mouth. I can't believe you. 
129 miles? That's correct. Give or take. You Give know, or take. There. So the day, it was like a day and 18 hour walk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long way for me. <laughs> yeah. But but is is that not exciting? Yeah. Uh, it is pre- it's, it's cool. It's really cool. It's cool. Yes. It is cool, okay, because, uh, I mean, starting off at the Capitol, just imagine right there at the Capitol yeah. sta- steps, and then when you finish, you're going to be at the, you know, at the, beach. the intercoastal waterway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so uh, we're very, very excited about that. So those are our two <laughs> major projects right now gotcha. that we're focusing on and uh, working hard to, to, to get going. Um, and then... A lot of our, our programs start again here in the fall. Uh, we're back up for the True to the Brew Trail Run at Croft State Park. Uh, they're a great partner. Um, may I say one sidebar on yes. Croft State Park? Sure. Uh, the 30th of this month, we're going to have a ribbon cutting for the Fair Forest Bridge that was um, – taken away due to our tornado and high water levels it's a breakaway bridge and it did what okay. it did and it, it went downstream but uh we were able to uh replace it uh, uh the friends of croft uh found some funding okay uh the bridge was replaced and, and we we replaced the bridge we we gave our time uh to the for uh, to the state park to do that so okay. uh for those that love um, Cross State Park, you get to cross that bridge and get to the other side of the park. So we're real happy about that. And we, like I said, we'll have our half marathon on October 1st. And we're excited to have True to the Brew and support of our Jay Rockers, ah, uh, who sp- makes our, yeah, True to the, who makes our Palmetto Trail Ale. And go ahead. Received, I the, gotta tell, here we I gotta go. Here we go. News, I share the news. <laughs> uh, at the United States Beer Tasting Competition, which was held last week, the Palmetto Trail Ale was selected grand champion of the Pale Ale category. Look at that. And oh. the best Pale Ale currently in the Southeast. So we will take that. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know RJ Rockers gives back with right. your sales. Yes. So if you're not trying the Palmetto Trail Al being the best pal Al in the state of, so- of Southeast, I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, you've got something you wanted to ask her about because it's something that, that you, you – it's – more towards your thing. It is, yeah. And we have, I don't know, three minutes left. But yep. y'all have another really exciting event coming up, and that's the Women's Outdoor Adventure Weekend. It is, and uh, we're excited to offer it again. Uh, we sold out last year. I think we're on our way already to selling out. Um, yes, uh, we have added some new features. We have a self-defense class. Um, we're um, doing some more advanced classes. We're going to have an advanced fly fishing class. And for the first time, we're actually taking a group out on a hike overnight and teaching them how to cook, pitch a tent, and do some some backpacking. So we're really excited about that uh, offering also. Uh, this is just a great opportunity to get women together and uh, get them feeling more comfortable, uh, whatever level they want, whether they want to just uh, expand their day hiking or do they really want to challenge themselves and start doing some through hiking. Um, and and um, we believe we have a, a nice 
atmosphere um, for them to be able to learn. It's at Table Rock State Park. I was going to, yeah. No, yep, November 17th through the 20th. Mary does all the cooking. And <laughs> <laughs> she does all the talking and the cooking, folks. <laughs> but anyway, I encourage... Uh, women to consider this. Uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful event. We have women returning for the third time in a row. So that speaks volumes to what we what we offer in the experience of the weekend. Oh, absolutely. Um, so I hope you'll come visit us, Taylor. I am really, 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 really hoping I can. Yeah. I see. The thing I love about this is like you have to start somewhere. Everybody has to start somewhere. It doesn't matter like how old you are. But and, and then. Environment like what y'all have going on, I feel like it's a great place to learn. Do you, Mary? Yeah. Do you do you tend to find that some of these women that get together at these events y'all put on, do you tend to find that a friendship that buds out there and they and they start? Because one of the things, I mean, Taylor and I are going to be at the Everything Outdoors Fest and we're doing a, a how to get started thing. And I know from Taylor's perspective, do you find that you have friendships? formed with these things that continue and you have these ladies go off and do hikes together go fishing together stuff like that do you see that happening absolutely absolutely yeah. and then the, you know these women are coming back um, again as a group to to come again this this year i've seen the the attendance list already the registration and it is a group of women that some of them met some of them were friends and have been hiking and now they want to do a, a little more so yes spot on roger okay. they we're, we're creating friendships and things beyond they'll they'll travel and uh, uh do other hiking after this event cool <laughs> yeah all right and that's folks. what it's about that's yeah what it's about that's what yeah. it's about the outdoors is never closed that's correct. We're it's, open every day of the year, and we're free. The Palmetto Trail is free. That's so. right. And Mary has <laughs> done is, a lot. Of, it is South Carolina's trail. Yes, yes. And Mary has done a heck of a lot of talking. So I'm going to take the last little bit. I'm going to I want to get her on to say goodbye. But folks, it's the Palmetto PalmettoConservation.org is the website. You can go there. You can hit the About tab. Uh, that'll kind of tell you what the trail's about. It's got the trail on it. The core events volunteer. Uh, contact if you want to get in touch with someone about you know getting involved or something you can all that information is there on their website palmetoconservation.org and um, it, it's the gateway it's the gateway drug is that right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well Mary it is always a pleasure having you on thank you Roger uh, and Taylor love love ch- chatting with you both absolutely we will see you sometime soon hopefully. And if yes, not, sir. then we will do have seaweed coming up in February. We'll we'll for sure see you there. Okay. All right. Enjoy. Take care. Yes, ma'am. Thank you much. Bye. It is uh, it is the gateway. Palmettoconservation.org. Palmetto Trail. It's a jewel. It's it's uh, one of I think only two statewide trail systems or something like that, mm-hmm. and only one in the southeast. And we're getting close to having it from the mountains to the coast. So hang on, we'll be back. More Woods and Water South Carolina, this side of the break. You know, Dad, I'm... No, no, no. Turn it down gonna give me a headache anyway you know i'm really excited to hear that that women's adventure weekend is filling up 
Oh yeah, well the the one that's put on my Sacon Wildlife that Federation we never got to filled up before, before we get even <laughs> Yeah, but that's just that's really good, and and I do encourage any of y'all that are listening that are interested check it out because it may be out of your comfort zone. But okay, can you shut the music off, please? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I had to wait till that came around. Uh huh. Okay, but it may be completely out of y'all's comfort zone, but you got to start somewhere, like I said. So. I I definitely check it out. And 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 from a guy's standpoint, we don't care. We just go out and do stuff. But from but from a lady's standpoint, not saying y'all can't do it or don't do it as well as we do. It's a different world, and I I can only imagine how much how much it helps having the support of other women who are just getting involved too, or maybe been there for a couple of years. And with a comfortable and learn, yeah. learning environment. Yeah. Too. Without having us involved, I don't know it's all right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah. Well, Mary Rowe, that was a great. She is. Uh, she does a good job with the Palmetto Conservation and the Palmetto Trail. Always a fun time to have her on. And fall is time to, as it's cooling off and the leaves are changing and everything is. The bugs are going away. It's mm-hmm. uh, you can hit the trail anywhere from the coast to the mountains and back again. Take advantage of it while you can. That's right. That's right. Otherwise, you have to do it in the heat of summer. I was about to say, <laughs> why just doing it at eighty something degrees? Uh, but. And ch- totally changing gears now, although it's still advocacy, since yeah. what South Carolina Boating and Fishing Alliance was formed about, uh, joined by a good friend, longtime friend, uh, Geddes Bryan, the CEO of the South Carolina Boating and Fishing Alliance. Um, man, it's been a little while, but uh, you've been a little busy. It's, it's been a little while from our last update. Yeah. It sure as heck's been a long time since our first show together. So appreciate <laughs> you having me on again. And now we have Taylor to keep us in check. Oh boy! So it, it, I think the last show we had, Roger, I, I don't think Taylor was on with us. So I know that always brings a, a different element to the show. Oh, a different element. Have we have we thought about if that element's bad or good? That's well, yet so to I, be determined. I, I, I purposely kept it a, a different element. So I didn't specify. <laughs> It's a TBD thing. Okay. We'll, we'll talk after the show's <laughs> over and figure that out. We'll console after. <laughs> uh, you know, February of 21 seems ages ago. Um, not in the sense that, you know, this thing is drug on and drug on, it, but in the sense that this this little thing that you came up with has grown some pretty long legs in just over a year and a half. It certainly has. And, you know, Roger, looking back to June of 2020 is when we first had our interest meeting and first started doing the behind the scenes work with uh, our chairman, Chris Butler and McAllister Communications and you and some other really key figures and getting this thing off the ground in order to be able to launch in February of 2021. So I think, you know, having all of our I's dotted and T's crossed, before the alliance was announced with Governor Governor McMaster in February 2021, makes two and a half years feel a lot shorter, <laughs> or a lot longer. <laughs> a lot longer. Yeah, yeah a lot longer. It yeah, does. It does. Because but no, it's it's been a good two years. Um, it's been a good uh, start, and we have a lot that we've accomplished, but we have a lot more that we want to get to. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's, it's all about building, uh, the conservation culture in South Carolina around boating and fishing and, and letting other advocacy groups know, um, especially some of those that advocate a little bit, um, 
further to the ways that, that we don't want to go with uh, access to our waterways and access to our fish uh, where our industry stands. And so it's been a it's been an interesting time. But it's been a fun time. And, 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 you know, you mentioned something right there, other organizations, because it's not like we're operating in a vacuum out here. You've, we've actually had larger, more agencies with a longer history than us come to us and say, hey, can y'all help us? Uh, we like what you're doing here. We want to take this other places. We need your help with this and this and this. And it's, you know, you got something good when NMMA and, and RBFF is, is, is pulling you along with them, not in their shadows, but like beside them. That's right. That's right. And we've been very fortunate to have some great national partners like NMMA and ASA and CSF and CSP and all the other acronyms. But they all do a great job, and they've been beside us from the beginning. But going back to what you said about operating in a vacuum, I think it's important uh, for hunters and anglers and boaters to understand that if you don't have a voice at the statehouse, if you're not at the table, you're on the menu. Um, and there are people that want to strip away our rights. Sure. Uh, and it's not a scare tactic. There oh. are plenty of things that we'll talk about today yeah. that you're going to be wondering how you're going to get out on the water. And, uh, you know, I, I say that in, in not a grim way, but it's just, uh, it's, it's just a necessary evil. Yeah. You know, you have people talk about, well, we don't want to get too political. Yeah. Well, if you don't get too political or you don't have a voice, then there's going to be a lot of laws that have unintended consequences. Yeah. Well, and so that's that's why we're here, and that's why we do what we do. And and John O'Keefe, some of those early meetings, John being with Yamaha Rightwater, he put it very, very uh, kind of chilling in, in a way that, you know, look, if if you're reacting to this stuff, it's too late. That's exactly right. Say, say what he said. If, you, if, you're, if you're reacting to something that's already happened, you're too late for the fight, and now you got to it's, – it's over. That's right. And, and, you know, too, Roger, one of the things is, is once we get things passed at our state house, there's still going to be people, there's still going to be groups working from outside to try to undo some of the good things that you do yeah. um, due to their special interests. Yeah. And so, you know, it's a – it's one of those things you always have to have your guard up. You have to always be ready to go. and you have to be ready to uh, to get in and, and just give good, solid facts and and really represent the industry that's given back to so many of us that enjoy it every day. All right. Three and a half minutes. Take us through 21, early part of 22, with some of the stuff that we have accomplished. Absolutely. So, you know, one of the big things is going back to taking away water and taking away land. We stopped the 30 by 30 bill, uh, which would have um, – protected 30% of the land and 30% of the water by 2030. And I know some of the listeners might be saying, well, why is that a bad idea? <laughs> it's not a bad idea. Uh, it is a noble idea. But the devil's in the details. When the 30% of the land and 30% of the water is taken away, that means no take. That means your boat's not going on the water. That means your rifle's not going up in that deer stand. So, you know, that's the sort of thing that you have to be on the lookout for. So that was a big defensive win for us. Offensively, um, we got um, outboard engines, uh, sales tax cap, right. where, you know, you're listening, you've been talking about, oh, I need to go get a new outboard engine, go get a new Yamaha, Suzuki, whatever it is, you can go, and it's now capped at 500 bucks, just like you were buying a motor and boat. 
So your tax burden's not quite as heavy there. Okay. On that same line of thinking, uh, we got a, uh, a property tax and a elimination of outdoor titles passed through the Senate, and it got stuck in the House last year. So we expect to pick that back up early part of session, and I know we'll save that for a different show to talk about okay. our legislative stuff going into next year. Okay. But uh, fully expect that to have legs. Um, a few other things, electronic licenses. Now you can show your license on your phone, electronic yeah. registration for your boats. Okay. Um, you know, one thing that I'm super excited about is we were able to help DNR secure funding for hatcheries and uh, rebuilding uh, at those hatcheries where there will actually be some exciting stocking news coming out very <laughs> soon that I cannot speak to directly about. And, but, I'm, and I won't blow it for you. <laughs> well, that was that one's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, the other side, we we took um, put a uh, an open season on snapper in state waters at, at 20 inches and above. Um, so that's you know that's a big deal. Um, but you know, there's not a lot of snapper caught in state waters. Right. There is a there is a reason behind that, and we can get into that in the next segment. Okay. All right. Um, we got a good spot on the South Atlantic Fishery Council Board. Yes. Uh, that was pushed from commercial to recreational. That's the other thing, guys. If you're not paying attention to the DNR board or the South Atlantic Fishery Council Board or these different boards that you might not even know about until you read about them, they all have people that are planted there and they're, and they represent, like on the South Atlantic board, you have commercial and it's not always bad intentions. Don't get me wrong, but your intentions aren't being displayed and they're not being heard so um, it's important that you have representation on your county levels your state levels um, stuff that that may not seem like it's a big deal yeah a voice at any level is a good thing especially from our standpoint because there's so few of us on the hunting side there's few of us there's a lot more on the boating and fishing side but you need those voices at every level to build those that defensive mechanism to make sure that stuff doesn't get through absolutely or absolutely. or when something good comes along to push it across the finish line that's right and, and that's that's what we're looking at with boater safety next year okay um you know it's it's something that needs to happen in our state and we'll, we'll fully be behind it another thing that was passed this year around those same lines was the wake zone bill right that's um, that one that is uh <laughs> it's now the industry standard yep. um alabama georgia others are starting to pick it up tennessee <laughs> Um, and so that's what we want to do. We want to come up with stuff here in South Carolina and work so hard on it with our legislators and our national partners that we can take All right. it. Let's take a break. Back more Woods and Water South Carolina on the other side. I give him this, Taylor. Hmm. He's come a long way since 2014. You think? <laughs> He has. I mean, I did, I did not have to say, stop, Geddes. This is a heartbreak. <laughs> he heard the music. He knew you had to wrap it up, and I had six seconds to close the thing. I've, I've learned the difference between hard breaks and soft breaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had six seconds. I have cut him off before because he just keeps on going, but uh, he, he, he does well these days. I've trained, I've trained him well in the art of radio. <laughs> Um, so you even you left your show to me for a couple times. Too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Terrifying. Yeah, I called him from called him from Alaska. You had Zona and, 
and Mercer on there. Like, uh, J.O. and J.O. and Zona and Geddes. And we were in Alaska. I'm like, well, Taylor, I hate to make this phone call because I have no idea what's going on, on the other end of this line. We we still haven't talked about the show me and Geddes are supposed to do one day. Yeah, I'm going to turn you two loose. That that will be a Let's scary show. Yeah. <laughs> That's a scary one. That could get me kicked <laughs> off the air for sure. Uh, but uh, last segment... Get us a little bit of a little bit of what we have done in our short life. Um, we do we do have some stuff that we're going to talk about on the state level, but I guess pressing pressing right now is is uh, is a couple issues that really, folks. I mean, you need to listen up on this. We're not trying to scare you because what they're doing is scary enough. What we're trying to do is get you motivated to get involved. And act on it. Because the only way some of the stuff, I don't know if we can get stuff stopped or whether we have to go back and write legislation to re- undo it. Um, guess you can speak more to that. But we got we got two things that have cropped up. There's the ongoing red snapper debacle where we had a whole two days of red snapper fishing this year. Uh, and then we've got some news on on the whale front um, that Noah's involved in, the South Atlantic Fishing Management Council. So I... I I guess we'll start off with Red Snapper. It seems to be kind of what's on everybody's forefront. The whale issue is a little bit behind everything. But but go ahead and, and, and talk about what's been proposed and, and the ramifications of, of both of them. Absolutely. So first, let me just give everybody an overview of what the South Atlantic Fishery Management Council is. So each state in the South Atlantic, starting at North Carolina down to Florida, has three representatives from each state. Uh, they're all nominated by their respective governors, and they come to a board, and then they have to act based off of Federal Fisheries Management Act called the Magnuson-Stevens Act, which comes down from Congress. Um, and then they have to make certain decisions on international and outside of uh, the federal waterways, outside of the three-mile wa- the three-mile mark, um, out to the international line of how the uh, – the fisheries are going to be managed. So um, it's a ton of water. It's, uh, it's yeah. just – and a ton of species. Um, so for, for recreational for recreation and commercial use, both. Yeah. For, for recreational and commercial use, um, exactly. And so what we have is we have a severe um, undercounting of red snapper um, off of our coast. Um, the Gulf got tired of it and pulled out of the agreement that they were in uh, and started making their own seasons, which uh, I think our states would be open to at some point. Uh, right okay. now, we had over 30 um, congressional members, including Senator Scott and Senator uh, Graham um, and y'all's local congressman up in the upstate, Jeff Duncan, Jeff Duncan. Uh, sign on and say, hey, look, before Y'all take any more extreme measures, let's wait until the great red snapper count is finished. And that is funded by Congress, and it should be done within the next couple of years. Okay. Uh, what we're facing now is, you know, they, they cut it to two days already. Right. And they put in descending devices and all these different recommendations, but now they're saying it's not enough. They're wanting to cut off bottom fishing for 99% of the year. It, it, you, you're going to have a small window to be able to go bottom fish. And for those of you that don't realize, oh, I don't catch a red snapper, that doesn't matter. It covers 55 species of fish, according to most marine biologists, that you can catch you on the bottom. Catch <laughs> on the bottom. 
I mean, that's like, you know, DNR saying something about Lake Murray about being able to throw top water and, and it's taking out striper and bass right. just because one of them has an issue. Um, so what we're seeing is an extreme bureaucratic overreach of the worst kind. Um, and we're fighting that and we're trying to say, let's really look at the science and not just when the science makes sense. And so we want these numbers to come back. And until then, we want the fishery to be open. And heck, we want a lot more than two days. Yeah, but now yeah. they're saying even the two day is too much. Period, it's too much. And why would you take away bottom fishing? It's because so many snapper are being caught when people are fishing for grouper and for other species of fish off the bottom that there's what they call bycatch, which means the fish is dying because it's unintentionally being targeted. So that is a really big deal, and there will actually be a public comment period on September 14th in Charleston at the, at the uh, Town & Country Inn right. on uh, Savannah Highway. Yep. It's 2008 Savannah Highway. Again, that is 4 p.m. on September 14th at the South Atlantic Fishery Management Council meeting um, in Charleston at the, at the Town & Country Inn on Savannah Highway. Um, I cannot underscore the importance of this meeting and how important it is that recreational anglers show up and, and say we're not going to stand for our fisheries being taken away. Essentially, that's what's doing. I mean, <laughs> by taking away the bottom fishing, you're taking away not only red snapper, closing that season, you're taking away all the grouper, all the grunts, all the uh, vermilion snapper, um, black sea bass, uh, triggerfish, yeah. everything, right. everything you catch in that bottom part of the water column where there's active bottom, you know, there's structure or whatever else, that's all gone. Yep, that's going to be at risk. And let me take just a second to brag on our congressional delegation because, you know, we talk about what the purpose of the alliance is, is to bring light to these issues. Our congressional delegation didn't think twice about jumping on this issue and supporting our industry. And and I have to say, Roger, I think over the years that you know, your folks like Jeff Duncan and Senator Scott and Senator Graham have been involved in issues like this, but the Post and Courier wasn't picking it up or Woods and Water, South Carolina, yeah. you know, didn't know about it because it wasn't out there. Right. And so that's uh, something for y'all to think about is when you're talking to your congressional delegation or you're talking to your state house members, talk to them about boating and fishing and, uh, You'll see that they know a lot more about it now. Yeah. Issue number one, closing red snapper season, closing bottom fishing in an effort to save the red snapper. And all we're trying to do is say, let's just give this fish count time to be finished. Huh? <laughs> let's put save in quotes there because yeah. what you have is an extreme overpopulation yeah. because none of these fish have been able to be caught. So to my freshwater friends, yes. in a pond, yes. you have too many little bass, the big bass aren't going to grow. That's right. So exactly right. And, uh, it's, it, it's bad. And when you can't get a bait down to the black sea bass because the snapper are eating it first, it, it tells you you got a problem. Correct. And it's not a bad problem. you got a lot of red snapper down there. Uh, got about three minutes, and we got another issue coming up. Right whales. So um, I'll make this one quick because uh, it deserves as much attention, but we have a little bit longer to act on this one. Okay. Um, there are 350 right whales in the United States. Estimated. Uh, and estimated. Though. Yes. And about once every other year, there is a whale strike on the coast of South Carolina. Um, and, it, and it's just small, small numbers. 
Um, and so, obviously, just like if, you know, somebody's changing a tire on the interstate and gets hit by a car, we should, of course, make the interstate speed limit 10 miles an hour, right? Um, <laughs> what these folks what want great, to do that's is a, they want to analogy. take the speed limit. They're, they're wanting to enforce a speed limit on boats over 35 feet out to 65 or uh, out to 60 miles. And so it used to be a 65-foot limit. Now they want now 35 feet. Back. Yes. Yeah, because there's been eight total small vessel. Now, this is the whole coast, from my understanding. There's been eight total run-ins since, like, the early 2000s with boats under 65 feet. So we got to take those out, too. Um, so what's going to happen there, one, you're taking a two-and-a-half-hour drive, now it's about six hours. About five or six hours. Okay, yep. add that together, you got twelve hours on the water. Just to get there and back again. Just to get there and back. So what does that do? That takes a one-day fishing trip. It turns it into a two-day fishing trip. So what if you don't have a big Viking sport fishing yacht? What if you're, you know, in a decent-sized scout or decent-sized sportsman or Key West or whoever? That turns it into an overnight trip, and it's harder on the participants to be able to do overnight trips sure. in, in boats like that. It just is. Yeah. And so this is another extreme environmentalist, environmentalistic, just super far out there yeah. push. Yeah. Um, and the sad thing is the way that it's set up through the federal government with Marine Mammal Protection Act, the Congress will have to reopen this law to say, hey, you can't do that. And by the way, if there's any business people on here, let me throw in one more thing. A ship going into our port cannot be maneuvered or steered at 10 miles an at hour. under 12 miles an hour. Yeah. So we're talking about just screw the economy. <laughs> we have right whales. Yeah. And and so, yeah, that's, that's that issue. Yes, there's going to be a speed limit on boats, and we're going to try to fight it, but that one seems like nobody wants to touch the whole right well issue. So. And, and, he, and the thing is, that 10 mile an hour is in a vacuum. You're you're in the currents and eddies and winds off the coast of South Carolina where the Gulf Stream could be coming three to four knots, essentially cutting your speed even further, and you're having to, you know, current. And, and it's and a, it's Roger, a steer just for everything. Dates on that. that was what, November 1st, April 15th, right? Yeah. Now? November the 15th through, no, November 1st through April 15th. It'd be 10 miles an hour from the coast to 60 miles out. And and quick plug for Roger's Facebook page, there's a very good graph on there if you want yeah. to see what it looks like. Yeah. This oh, is, man. This is real true government overreach. On these is. last two things that we talked about, these are these are where the states have to show up and, and start figuring out how to pull back more state control of our federal waterways. Yeah. All right. Got 15 seconds. Wrap it up for us. All right, y'all come and join us, learn more about this. We have the South Carolina-Texas A&M football game that we're title sponsoring yes. October 22nd. Yes. Put it down on your calendars and visit us at www.scbfa.com. Always fun, Geddes. We'll do this again when we got more information. Folks, keep listening, keep watching the Facebook page, contact your legislatures, and let them know what's going on. Taylor's point, like the show's coming to an end. As always, make time to get out there. Play the back roads if you can. Don't forget the camera. See you back here next week. More Woods and Water, South Carolina.
General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.